Welcome to The Workman's Table, a podcast all about learning and understanding biblical truths with the Great Shepherd's guidance. Here's your host, Eric Carpenter. Hello and welcome once again to another edition of The Workman's Table podcast. As always, I hope that this podcast finds you well and that you're learning and growing in His grace and mercy and that you're studying to show thyself a workman approved unto Elohim. Before we begin, I'd like to offer our email address so that you can submit any comments or topics that you would like to discuss. That is theworkmanstable at gmail.com. Again, that's theworkmanstable at gmail.com. So please feel free to email me at that address, and in a future podcast, we might certainly discuss um, any topic that you would like to. And don't be afraid for it to be uh, controversial. I like to tackle and you know study and digest certain things that are considered controversial in Scripture because that's how we learn. And uh, we can certainly uh, grow in His grace and mercy and also prayerfully consider what we do study so that we can learn properly what He wants us to know through His Word. Okay, now there is a Scripture in Matthew chapter 19, verse 30 that says, But many who are first will be last, and the last first. I have found that to be a very interesting Scripture and I have found some instances in Scripture over the years that uh, certainly uh, shows that that has played out, that many are first will be last and last will be first. However, before we get to that, let us go to Revelation twenty-two thirteen and read the following. It says, I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. So we know... <clears throat> excuse me, that Yahushua is the beginning and the first and the last. All things in this world are his, as it says in Psalm 24, 1. The, the earth and the fullness thereof and the inhabitants therein are his. He owns all things. He presides over all things. He sees all things. And so we're grateful that uh, he's in charge. And so he is the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Okay, so let's go to Matthew 19, and let's read what, uh, what was occurring before we get to verse 30. So let's read uh, Matthew 19, 23 through 30. So let's begin with 23. Then Yahushua said to his disciples, Assuredly, I say to you that it is hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. And again I say to you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of Elohim. When his disciples heard it, they were greatly astonished, saying, Who then can be saved? But Yahushua looked at them and said to them, With men this is impossible, but with Elohim all things are possible. Then Peter answered and said to him, See, we have left all and followed you. Therefore, what shall we have? So Yahushua said to them, Assuredly, I say to you that in the regeneration, when the Son of Man sits on the throne of his glory, you who have followed me will also sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has left houses, or brothers, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands, for my name's sake, shall receive a hundredfold and inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last first. Now we know in Scripture also that Yahushua states that, and the Scripture says that with Elohim, he does not show partiality. Um, I think Paul echoed that in, in Scripture, if I remember correctly. So he shows no partiality, and he's a righteous judge, okay? Any judgment he makes is final, it's infinite, it's ironclad, and it's clean, it's pure, it's set apart. 
and no one can make judgments better than him, period. It's just that simple. So let's get into some instances of who was last but became first or who was first but became last. So let's take a look at first will be last and last first. And before we get even further with that, let's take a look real quick, and this echoes uh, Revelation 22, uh, 13, so to speak. 1 Corinthians 15, 45, it says, And so it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. So we know who Adam is. And, of course, unfortunately because of Adam and Eve's sin, but it's through Adam, um, we, you know, the curse of death came to all mankind. And so if you're familiar with Scripture and you've read Scripture enough, you should know who the last Adam, being a life-giving spirit, uh, is. And that would be Yahushua. So he is considered the last Adam, therefore echoing that Scripture of the first last and last first. There was a first Adam, and then there's a last Adam. And, of course, Yahushua is that last Adam. And he's the, 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 the final Adam, and he's also the high priest after the order of Melchizedek who sits at the right hand of the Father and makes intercession for us on a daily basis and all who call upon his name shall be saved uh, and receive an inheritance of eternal life if we obey him. So again, that's an instance of the last first and the first last. <clears throat> uh, but we know that Yahushua is the last Adam, but he's first overall. And he's also the first fruits, as it's also mentioned in Scripture. So, Galatians 4:28 uh, through 31. Let's read this. Here's an, an example of the last first and first last. Now, in verse 28 of Galatians 4, now we brethren, as Isaac was, are children of promise. But as he who was born according to the flesh then persecuted him who was born according to the Spirit, even so it is now. Nevertheless, what does the Scripture say? Cast out the bondwoman and her son, for the son of the bondwoman should not be heir with the son of the free woman. So then, brethren, we are not children of the bondwoman, but of the free. And, of course, that's referencing, okay, um, Isaac and Ishmael, okay? So Abraham was the son of Isaac, or Abraham had two sons, Isaac and Ishmael, and Ishmael was born first. But unfortunately, he was born of a bondwoman, and Isaac was born of um, Abraham's wife, Sarah, and she was a free woman because she was betrothed to Abraham. And so Ishmael being born first became last and was no longer the heir. But Isaac being born last became first because he was born of the free woman. Again, first shall be last, and the last shall be first. Another example playing out in Scripture. If you go to Genesis 25 uh, in verse 26, let's read it. Afterward, his brother came out, and his hand took hold of Esau's heel. So his name was called Jacob. Isaac was 60 years old when she bore them. So we understand that Esau was born first, but as Esau was being born, Jacob reaches out and grabs Esau's heel. Now we know later on that Jacob uh, deceived uh, Isaac to receive the inheritance that was supposed to go to Esau. But, of course, Esau had sold his inheritance for a meal. And so Esau being born first 
became last. But Jacob, being born last, became first. Again, first shall be last, last shall be first, playing out again in Scripture. Uh, then we go to uh, Genesis, uh, and we look at the account of Joseph. Um, and Joseph was one of the youngest of Jacob's children. He was number 12 out of 13, and he became prominent in Egypt through Yahuwah's plan. So we know that Benjamin was the last son to be born. He was number 13. But, uh, at, you know, Joseph was one of the youngest sons, but he, he was born one of the last, but became the first over all his brothers and became governor over Egypt, second in command only to Pharaoh. Um, over, he was over all of Egypt, and the only one over him was Pharaoh himself, and, of course, Yahuwah presided over all. And so... That's another instance there. And then we go to Benjamin himself. Uh, at the time that Joseph finally revealed himself to his brothers and he had a meal with them, he had Benjamin sit beside him. And we see a situation occurring in Genesis 43, 34. It says, Then he took servings to them from before him. But Benjamin's serving was five times as much as any of theirs. So they drank and were merry with him. So Benjamin, being the last son born to Jacob, received greater portions of uh, food and drink compared to his older brothers. Again, first, last, and last, first. Next, we go to 1 Samuel 17, and uh, verse 12 through 14, let's read about King David. Now, David was the son of that Ephrathite of Bethlehem, of Bethlehem, Judah, whose name was Jesse, and who had eight sons. And the man was old, advanced in years in the days of Saul. The three oldest sons of Jesse had gone to follow Saul to the battle. The names of his three sons who went to the battle were Eliab, the firstborn, next to him Abinadab, and the third Shammah. David was the youngest, and the three oldest followed Saul. So, again, that's an instance of the first, last, and the last first. And so David was the youngest, he was the last, and became first, and he became, of course, king of Israel, as we all are familiar with. So he was the last who became first, and their brothers were first. They were not considered uh, by Yahuwah to be considered the king of, uh, of, of Israel. Uh, Yahuwah chose David. And so we can see, again, that statement that Yahushua makes. The first shall be last, and the last first. And finally, let's take a look at one more. And it's Yahushua's statement regarding John the Baptist. And we find that in Matthew 11, 11. And he says of John the Baptist, he says, Assuredly, I say to you, among those born of women, there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist. But he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. So that's a very interesting statement that even Yahushua, again, being consistent with his statement of the first, last, and the last first, that even John the Baptist, he states, is the greatest of all the prophets, but he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he, referencing John the Baptist himself. So again, we see this theme. I'm sure there's other examples that we can pull out from Scripture where someone was first, became last, and someone that was last became first in, in a situation uh, but it speaks to the authority and the sovereignty of Yahuwah and his son Yahushua, who sits at his right hand. And it, it, it 
to us, it goes against our, our, our thinking, our natural mind. We think things should go a certain way, but the king of kings has always had things established a certain way that he wants. And he makes it known, as we found out in Revelation 22, verse 13, that I am the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Uh, and that's what Yahushua said. And so you can understand and know that is going to be a consistent theme throughout his scripture. And it lets you know who's in control and who has all authority throughout all time, throughout all of eternity. There's no mistake. We, we, we can't doubt, excuse me, we can't doubt anything based on that statement alone in Revelation 22.13 and, of course, in Matthew 19.30 that he sets things up. He oversees over uh, he oversees all things and nothing escapes his attention. So again, uh, take a look at this and let's and, and feel free to email if you email me if you can find any situations where the first was last and the last first and, and email them to me and uh, I'd like to know uh, other examples. I believe I've come across other examples over the years, but I can't uh, you know th th they don't uh, come to my mind. I can't recall them. Uh, from remembrance uh, and where they're at. So feel free to email me those things. And so I'd like to encourage you to continue to study to show thyself approved. Thanks for joining us today for this episode of The Workman's Table.